0: Hey, um, what are some of your earliest childhood memories? Well, one thing was I was walking up uh, from school to home, and I saw somebody had written a word on the sidewalk, and so when I got home I said to my mother, why does somebody write shirt on the sidewalk? And my mother looked at me and said, could you tell me the letters? And I said, yes, S-H-I-T. <laughs> I was 25 years old then.
1: <laughs> I remember uh, Christmas. I loved Christmas as a, little, as a little child. And I remember that it was time to take the Christmas tree down. And I was crying because I was very sad about that. And my dad said, "Oh, come on, Sandy, come on out with me. Bring Davy along. Davy was my brother. He took us out into a field and we dragged the old dry Christmas tree. And then he set fire to it, and all the sparks flew up into the sky and he said, your Christ- see which star in the sky is your, is your Christmas tree." So that was rather magical and made me feel better about Christmas being over.
0: See, it's very different.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, second question. Uh, what jobs do you have now and which ones have you had in the past?
0: Well, now, as you probably know, uh, I'm no longer working. Mm-hmm. But the job that I have is writing. And I'm writing a book. But before that, I spend more time Working with uh, computers.
1: most I had. I was a broadcaster and a communications consultant, and Miss Sandy Romper Room mm-hmm. this was how I started out as a broadcaster.
2: And now
1: I am also with your grandpa, not in in my career, but I am now a painter, oh, yeah. and I'm painting all kinds of. Pictures, landscapes, and cityscapes, uh, etc. Do you like happen
2: to remember your like first ever job, or like when you were like an internship when you were sort of young? Well, the first job I
0: ever had for and got money for it was uh, helping uh, in an arboretum, which had lots of different uh, kinds of uh, flowers and trees and things like that. We <laughs> Help, help take take care of them, so forth. Sounds fun. Thirty-five cents an hour. (laughs) 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 Um, Did you ever have a nickname? Uh, What was
2: it? Do you have?
1: Well, in order to go to college, I I had some uh, (laughs) jobs that showed Um, me why I was going to college, so I could have a better better work. I was a waitress, and I was a. a chambermaid in a motel, Uh, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I cleaned houses, all kinds of things, and then then my first professional job was a substitute teacher.
2: Uh, Okay, Um, third question. Tell me about where you grew up and went to school. Uh, I grew up in
0: Shagrin Falls, Ohio, which is outside of uh, Cleveland. Uh, I started uh, school at uh, the local school and until my father decided that uh, he thought I wasn't doing very well in school, and so he decided that I should go to a private school uh, mm-hmm. called University uh, School, which I, from fifth grade to twelfth grade, I was at that school.
1: Yeah. Uh, I- grew up in New Jersey and went to school in North Plainfield, New Jersey and then in Hunterdon County, uh, Lebanon and Clinton, New Jersey, which was much more rural than where when I where I started out in New Jersey. Uh, and it's I always get ragged about being from New Jersey because people don't have lots of good things to say about New Jersey, but but the part where I grew up was very pretty, rolling hills. In fact, I have a painting I just completed that's, that's called New Jersey Surprise because it's a rolling hill and lots of trees and stuff.
2: Oh, that's cool. i show it to you. Oh.
0: You <laughs> <laughs> better go ahead that way and well, I'm looking for it this
2: way. <laughs> um, while he's looking, we'll go to the fourth question. Uh, did you have a nickname as a child? If so, how did you get it? So one day...
0: My sixth grade teacher tried to give me a nickname and decided that it would be Sandy. Yeah, no, (laughs) that's (laughs) how they do with Sandy (laughs) because I had uh, uh, light brown hair. Uh, That lasted for about a week. Oh, and I have never had a I know, never in any other way. Well, your father was very
1: formal, so yeah, he, 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 he wouldn't look like that. Uh, my nickname <laughs> as a little girl was Toodles, and my father used to call out "Toodle doodle, caudle doodles," and so that was why uh, I had that nickname. <laughs>
2: Oh yeah, that doesn't when I think of New Jersey, I mean I don't really I've never been there, but that doesn't seem like New <laughs> that's why it's that's New a very, Jersey
1: surprise. Yeah, it's, it's a great painting.
2: <laughs> um number five. Who is the person that has the greatest in, who has had the greatest influence on you in your life? Um, if you can go back and forth, I, change something in your life. That's hard for me to say.
0: But the, the one that comes to mind immediately is Sandy, oh, and you know Sandy and I have known each other since 1984. <clears throat> excuse me, I think I think she's had it, more of an impact on me than anybody else. So that's what I would say.
1: Wow! Ooh! <laughs> You didn't know that, they did you? No I, no, I didn't know that. Well, other than, other than my dad, Eric, mm. certainly. Um, my dad died when I was a senior in high school. But he, he, prior to his death, he brought such joy and enthusiasm to living. He used to say, hey, Sandy, look outside. You've got to look outside. You've got to look outside right now. <laughs> Wake up. It's a brand new day, one you've never seen before. And that's the way the days would start. And I think that the reason that I tend to be hopeful and positive and find other marvelous, this guy, hopeful and positive too is because the anticipation of each each day being precious and, and not wasting it.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, as a child uh, and in like college or high school, uh, did you have, and did you do, like do any hobbies or sports, like or anything like that? Well, sports, yes. I mean, it, it, I enjoyed sports.
1: Lots uh, of sports, I, yeah, right?
0: I started in football and then decided that I should go to soccer. So I like soccer better than football. Mm-hmm. I was a, uh, a wrestler. I was a terrible baseball player. I could I could catch and throw the ball, but I couldn't hit them all to save my life. So those you know those sorts of things. But uh, yeah, the the one thing that really caught my eye and spent a lot of time at it was um, coding for software, and I started in that back in. Nineteen sixty-one,
1: sixty-two. You were a pioneer.
0: Yeah, I worked with some of the very earliest large uh, computers, <clears throat> and so I, even though that became a you know something I did for a living, uh, it was really very. I, I enjoyed it as much as if it were a uh, I can't remember the word you used, but uh,
1: Hob- like hobby, hobby. yeah, yeah I right, love- <laughs> right, mm. yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. I think prob- probably for me it was music and singing, and our family were all very musical, and we liked to sing, and I was in a number of choruses, and so the music was really kind of like a hobby, I guess. For
2: me. Mm-hmm. Um. <coughs> Describe what you do yeah, on an no, ordinary sorry. daily basis. No, it's right. Oh, no. oh, oh uh, daily. I thought you said databases. You did a lot of work on databases.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: right. What do I do today? Um, uh, not all that exciting. Uh, I look at
2: uh, emails um, yeah, so for Sandy and for me. I'm
0: paying a lot of attention uh, in terms of uh, politics at the moment, Mm -hmm. Uh, too many, too often. Uh, And uh, then uh, uh, I try and get some writing done every day, but at the moment I'm a bit of a, uh, I'm not doing that at the moment because I've just finished one. Have to decide what what's yeah,
1: the next step. Breaking mm. in a new computer too right now, uh, yeah. <laughs> which is <the> about <laughs> in the neck. Don't go there. Right? <laughs> don't go there. Oh mm. dear. Yeah. Well, it's a sh- it's it's been a hard adjustment to not have an office to go to every day. Oh yeah. You know, kind of kicking and screaming uh, into that transition, but now uh, we found that something we didn't know about each other, I think, I would say for both of us. But we really enjoy not having the structure of, of pulling us away from each other. We can enjoy the city and enjoy each other. And uh, help Eric asked me to help him with his writing and I ask him to critique my paintings. Oh. And um, I'm just I've just started writing an op-ed piece on the politics of the day. And it's called an anguished baby boomer, because I think that people of our generation grew up in a time when things were pretty easy, Mm -hmm. and we could expect to do better than our parents. And now that's not true of most folks in the younger generations.
2: Um, I'm concerned about that. Um... If you could relive one age in your life, what would it be and why? Oh, my (laughs) goodness.
0: I think I'd like to be an animal. Uh, uh, Boy. That is a very difficult question to to, uh, seriously uh, try and come up with.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, you can say like – not exact one year. <laughs> right, um, I,
0: well, I suppose if the, in a general sense, uh, if I could redo some things, uh, I would pay far more attention to learning. Serious, I mean, serious learning than, uh, I did. Um, it came easy to me and I just didn't work very hard on it. And uh, as I've gotten older, I think I could have done other things, more th- important things perhaps uh, if I had mm-hmm. paid more attention. And that's not, that's not something that I'm saying that you should do that
1: too, but you should do that Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, knowing what we know now, and having, having an opportunity to replay, I would have pursued my broadcast career more fully. Um, but I didn't have the confidence that I could do that well. And I looked back at what I did, and it was pretty darn good. Um, but the whole business of having, having a good uh, sense of self, not an arrogant sense, but just some confidence means so much Mm -hmm. and then since when i became a manager of people and hiring people i realized that if i could just tell whether people were comfortable in their own skin comfortable with what they didn't know knowing that and then what they did know and and claiming it that they would make good colleagues good people to work with
2: yeah Mm
1: -hmm. um okay Question
2: ten. Um, wow! Yeah, <laughs> five more. <laughs> How would you like people to remember you by?
0: How would I like people?
2: Yeah. Oh,
0: I don't. I don't know. Uh, I think that one of the things that uh, I enjoy seeing in other people that I'm. Talking to and being with, and is that they are um, enjoying the interchange and. Um,
2: Attention, grandparents I, and special friends! Please begin to make your way down to the
0: main floor to Carlson Auditorium.
2: A special program for our guests will begin in about twenty minutes. Oh, Thank that's you.
0: plenty of time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and, and you know it's. Um, I like serious conversations, but I also like to have the conversation be positive and, mm-hmm. uh, and And uh, it doesn't have to be always funny, but there needs to be some humor.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and uh, so that would be part and parcel of the question you asked.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, um I guess I would would take it from there isn't a person who has comes in our house or that Eric talks with on the phone for who's delivering a service that he doesn't try to get a smile or a laugh out of them and, and doesn't ask what their name is and treats them with respect. and I think that um, I'm I've been so proud to be in any kind of group with any race, with any religious group, with great diversity, and Eric looks them in the eye and, and treats them with respect, and they know it. It's genuine. And I realized that I would I would like people to remember me that way, uh, and it's a lot that I've learned from him. Uh, we never get into a cab without saying hello to the person and acknowledging they're working hard every day, and so um, yeah, that's all.
0: job yeah. we like each other.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 uh, what has been your favorite memory with each other? Like a trip or something. Uh,
0: wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Who drew, laughs> Where did you get these? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> You thought about it yourself, right? Yeah. Eh? Uh, well, I guess.
1: <laughs> Maybe the, the time we met.
0: <laughs> well, the time we met, that's certainly true. But, you yeah, know, I was thinking along. You know, I think the first time that we went to um, Italy. Mm-hmm. Uh, where I had been there before and knew some things about where we were going and why. Uh, Sandy may have been—I can't remember whether I don't—you had. Don't I, okay, I hadn't. No, you, know, you were. Um, you were the expert. And uh, so uh, it was uh, uh, a time when uh, I was showing her what I enjoyed and why, and she was learning that the first for the first time so it was, um, that, that I think is one of the really, really good times that, you know, was would, would come to mind, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's one of many other good times. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I, re- I, since I brought up when we met, um, I was working with some consultants. I was working in New York city and I was working with some consultants in communications, in uh, really commuter conferencing, who worked in Boston. And my user groups had said that they were interested in a certain kind of software. And I mentioned that to the consultants, and the consultants said, Well, oh, the, the president of Participation uh, Systems Inc. will be at the party we're going to have Saturday night in Boston. So you can meet him at the party. So I was up at their house for the party. And was um, enjoying meeting all the people that were there. And finally, I asked Jeffrey and Jessica, well, is is the man who's the president of Participation Systems here? And she said, oh, yeah, you see that tall guy standing over there on on the porch? That's Eric Williams. And I said, oh, okay." So I walked right over, all business, and stuck out my hand. And I said, you're Eric Williams. You're the man I want to meet. Huh. No, he told me later he thought he died and gone to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> <It's mainly> true. <laughs> true.
2: <laughs> um, what college or university did you go to or if you did
1: well
0: quite a few. <laughs> <laughs> quite a few. I started at Williams College in Massachusetts. Uh, I stayed there for a little less than three weeks. Oh. Uh, I then went to, when I started going back to college, uh, I went to school at uh, Western Reserve in Cleveland. Now it's Case Western Reserve. Uh, But during that time, I also attended uh, a year at uh, London School of Economics in uh, London. Yeah. Uh, and um, that was a very enjoyable yeah. time, in which I should have spent more time. <laughs> <laughs> when I was
1: a little learning. <laughs> but you got your PhD. I did, yes. Yeah. Did you? you mentioned Case Western Reserve in there, right? Yeah, no, I did. Okay. Right. I went to Trenton State College in New Jersey, and took some courses later, graduate courses, uh, at Georgetown in communications and media relations.
2: Well, um, do you happen to remember or what music you li- did you listen to as like a child? I saw one of your, I think one of the
0: questions or I can't remember now. Um, my growing up as a child was uh, There was music in the house Occasionally it was uh, generally uh, uh, Classical uh, I Wasn't allowed to have a radio So I did I did not grow up with uh, any of the common uh, music until I went away to college um, and then I got involved with or little enjoyed more than got involved with um, country and
1: western it was a child music twinkle twinkle little yeah. star and do you know the muffin man, the muffin <laughs> yeah. man, the muffin man I see. We yeah. had we had a little jukebox styled record player, and so we had and you know what was it? Zippity boppity boo. Uh, from Cinderella, all of those all of those songs we play over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Okay. Question fourteen. Um, did you have like? any like family recipes or what type of food would you have? like? <laughs> well, we ate very, we
0: ate very well. Um, but if I go back and take a look or think about uh, the food of my early life, all I can tell you is my mother, could make bread pudding, um, nice. rice pudding, and the little balls. Uh, what's a little? There's one more. She, oh, tapioca! <laughs> there you go, tapioca <laughs> pudding. She was the. the, the he loved the, that. <laughs> the, the, I've never had better. <laughs> but again, you know, the, many, many, many years ago. Um, but uh, uh, I do know that at the time, it was right after World War II when I was going to school um, and uh, at uh, Sprint Falls uh, every month uh, we put in a a list of things uh, that we ate um, as part of some sort of program that in the school and uh, my mother and father had us have meat and potatoes for, for uh, uh, meat potatoes and vegetables for five out of seven days you know when that was matched up with what the rest of the area was doing you know they were lucky if they were having meat and potatoes twice a week mm-hmm. so I I did very well in that regard, mm-hmm. but I still remember those for you puddings.
1: Yeah, <laughs> sounds good. Well, my my mom was a great uh, cook and entertainer, and so she would make a wide variety of foods from different cultures Italian and and Chinese and. Um, she would serve lobster tails and oh. you know all all you know, all kinds of things, and they would be done beautifully. so I, it's hard it's hard to think of anything that we she ever served that didn't taste delicious. She was the second of eight children, and so she and she was the oldest daughter, so she learned a lot from my grandmother, maternal grandmother, who made wonderful pies. And, and so did my mom. Apple pies and elderberry pies. And I think the elderberry was was a special one. Um,
2: last question. This this is just like I was interested in this. Do you remember as a child, like cheering for any sports teams, or did you have favorites or anything like that of on course. the radio? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was
0: a Cleveland Indian, uh, very interested in the Cleveland Indians, until um, they lost in the World Series uh, to the uh, New York Yankees, <laughs> at which time I moved over to the Baltimore Orioles for no particular reason. <laughs> And then uh, when I started paying attention again, I became a Boston Red Sox fan. And I remained
2: there. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> very, very oldly, like. It was a good choice. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> There's something that we have in common in our roots, and that is is Ohio. My parents were both from Ohio, oh. and they rooted for the Cleveland Indians. And I remember my dad taking me to, into Yankee Stadium to see the Cleveland Indians play the Yanks. And at that time, Mickey Mantle and Roger Maris and Yogi Berra were all a part of the Yankee team. And we were in a box right behind, right I guess, above the dugout because we were so close. You could almost touch, reach out, and touch those players. And I became a Yankee fan. (laughs) (laughs) Much to my father's secret. But that's
2: amazing. You should talk to Kim about that. He's a big baseball player.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, I will. (laughs)
2: <laughs> That's all the questions I have. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. That's well, fun. thank you.
0: It's uh, it's a good good list, list of questions, and uh, you probably more now know more about um, Sandy and me than Carrie does. <laughs> <laughs>